0: Movie Hour, Episode One Hundred and Thirty Four, May Nineteenth, Two Thousand Eleven.
1: Spoiler alert: Following hour of may contain swearing and movie plots.
0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode tonight—the Michael Madsen Madhouse Movie Hour. I'm Greg Maloney, and joining me in the studio tonight we have our Mister Perfect Attendance himself my brother
1: James welcome It's about time (laughs) I've been lobbying for that award forever you
0: don't have it in hand I'm just saying it's been awarded you don't have the actual award yet we'll get it to you it's an actual just
1: calling me names I don't get the hardware yeah no hardware
0: yet no hardware yet but there are there are more people here today we got a lot of a lot of things to get to tonight we have two very very special guests our west coast pal Josh and introducing for the first time long long time friend of the show Karen welcome to the movie hour
2: Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward
3: to this.
0: It's going to be a blast. Josh, what say what? you? What say you?
3: Uh, what award do I get?
0: Uh, <laughs> um, that's a good question. I was thinking about most distance traveled award, but that's not very Ooh. good. No. You
3: can give me money instead if you want. I would, sure, sure. I'll
0: one. give you a, a doubloon. Yeah, you can
2: you can have some.
3: Of that. I would take a doubloon. <laughs> well,
2: wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now they get awards, but I don't get award. What about? Do I get like a groupie award or something?
3: You don't get an award,
0: but you do have to go through a uh a ritual of sorts that we've actually like called the gauntlet. gauntlet. Yeah, it's, we call it the gauntlet. We should make a name for it. Is what we should do. The the movie hour gauntlet of some kind. We bring actually, it on. I don't know if we actually had Josh do this. We had you do this, didn't we, Dean? I think this we did.
3: Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I
0: don't this. remember what it was, but there are a series of questions that you will have to answer one by one. And if you succeed, you can stay on and enjoy the fruits that are the movie hour team. So we have, we have to find out if you can answer these three questions.
3: You just, you just so, called yourself a fruit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so question in. number one. Shut up, Josh. Shut up. Question number one. What does your Netflix queue like you look it,
2: like it's a four-year-old girl's dream it has every single <laughs> movie that a four-year-old girl would want to watch that's available on Netflix streaming interesting
0: interesting you know you save no room for yourself huh
2: well there is a lot of documentaries for my husband Joshua and there's a lot of horror movies slash sci-fi movies that I have not gotten to see uh, mostly that appear on the sci-fi network these days so <laughs> those are in my queue as well <laughs>
0: So your daughter has complete control of both the DVD queue and the streaming queue. Uh,
2: mostly the streaming queue. The DVD queue is more the documentaries and horror movies. Okay, very interesting. Any specifics?
0: Any uh, any horror that's on the on the list coming soon?
2: Um, let's see here. Mega Piranha. Nice. No. Yes.
0: I saw oh, that it's... on <laughs> TV the other day.
2: Um, Sharktopus, which I did see, but I loved it, so I <laughs> want to see it again.
0: Whoa! So you got. Cro- Sh- Crocosaurus versus uh, giant shark. Is that what we're talking about?
2: Uh, Sharktopus is Roger Corman, and it oh, combines not. the Movie shark of. with not. the octopus.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So mega shark versus giant octopus. That's the first one. Yes. Oh, you haven't it. seen the second one's amazing. So get ready for that. <laughs> okay. There it. is a sequel called uh, Giant Shark versus Crocosaurus, which sort of ruins it, which means. Ah, uh, the giant octopus doesn't make it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
2: Okay, now I'm gonna have to have funeral rites. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, that's a good, a good answer to number one. I, I approve. Number two is difficult. Many have failed, many before you. Question is, uh, if you uh, had an actor or actress that you could claim as your own, who or uh, I guess who would she, he, or she be? I'm sorry. Oh, wow. I well, I know who it wouldn't be, but okay. So, for uh, instance, Jim's boy josh brolin i have my boy ed harris um josh marky mark marky mark his boy marky mark if you had a uh, girl or a boy who would it be
2: um overall lifetime i'd probably have to go with christopher lee
0: so your boy christopher lee every time we mention him it's not maybe every... karen's boy christopher lee i like exactly it. i like That's it. it's a good pick
1: And and let's hope he lives. Being new to the show, you actually get to pick it. Whereas I didn't really get to pick mine. It was just assigned to me. So (laughs) I'm happy for you.
2: Although, I'll wait. wait, But since I'm always a big fan of Michael Ironside, I might have to switch it to Michael Ironside since
1: (laughs) I always mark out for him.
2: (laughs) Only get one, Karen. You only. (laughs) Who says?
0: Uh, I, I said, it's a part of the question. It says right here, only get one.
2: Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it doesn't
0: it. say that. I can send it to you.
2: Well, I will stick with <laughs> Christopher Lee then. I'll stick with Christopher Lee. It's part of our constitution.
1: It's kind of like vacation time. The more you're on the show, the more you accumulate. So
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. I uh, I
0: think Michelle, when she was on, she picked Johnny Depp. So Johnny Depp's taken. I, I think there are some more. Jeff has Sean Penn and a couple others. I don't, and Jim, you have a couple others too. They just don't come to mind right now. And I, I keep on forgetting to get the interns on making a list because we actually do need a list for that. So uh, very, very intense. Uh, another great answer. Third question and probably the hardest. Who is your favorite host at the Movie Hour Studios?
3: Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Thanks.
0: wow. You could well... probably
3: pick yourself right now and you'd be right. <laughs> <laughs> I, pick, I want to pick my own finger. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, it it depends on the week. Honestly, I mean, there are weeks where Jim shines, and there's weeks where you shine. Jeff really doesn't shine on any weeks.
1: <laughs>
2: um, You're
1: in. You're in. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But today, since I was invited by Jim, I'll have to say Jim this week.
0: Wow. Wrong answer. You're gone. (laughs) Congratulations on completely ruining your, your, oh my God. Okay. All right. We'll, there'll be some time later to make it up. No problem. Gee, the
2: check, I didn't get the money order. You said you were going to send. I I,
0: I told you, I told you, I forgot to sign it the first time and it came back and I'm going to sign it this time and it'll be on its way. Don't worry. Well,
2: answers on delivery. So that's what you (laughs) (laughs) kept.
0: Fantastic. I wanted to bring up before we uh, get to all the craziness, there was something on the boards that uh, I saw Karen mention and Josh has been talking about it. Game of Thrones. Again, watch the fifth episode. We keep on bringing this up. It's going well. I noticed, Karen, you and Josh, uh, your household has been watching it. You guys have been very infatuated with it.
2: Oh, absolutely. We love Game of Thrones. And you, um, you haven't seen the You haven't read the books. I have read the book. Oh, yeah. So Josh- I haven't spoiled anything for J- for Josh, unlike some people on the forums. <laughs> hey, he walked into a forum
0: <laughs> that said, hey, look out, we're going to spell out book and TV stuff. And he kept reading
3: it. I hope And did you make it? two separate posts, yeah. one with spoilers, one without?
0: Yeah, there are two threads now, a spoiler thread and a an non-spoiler thread. And I I guess he must have stopped reading there because there was some important information after that. And I don't know if you read it or not, but I don't want to bring it up. But, yeah, it's – Karen, I don't know. I can't convince Jim to read the books just because it's hard to convince him to read anything. But I I don't know if you have anything to sell him on the books. But, um, yeah. The
2: books books are really good. Um, They're very complicated. Think Tolkien books without a glossary at the back to figure out what's what. So if you liked the Lord of the Rings trilogy in books, you would love uh, Game of Thrones.
1: There you go. That's a pretty good sell. I had a hard time making it through the first book on <laughs> the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I still <laughs> yeah. have not read the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I thought so The Hobbit more... was good.
3: But the rest I read of The Hobbit and then long. I made it
1: halfway through uh, That's The That's exactly
3: what I did. Exactly what I did. <laughs>
0: Oh, I probably. I still yeah, I still recommend. It. I've got the books and the I think it's the fifth book comes out in July 12th or something like that soon. Yeah, Suppose yeah. It's, well, it's after 6 reading. years, we'll see.
2: Wait, well, the Game interesting thing th- the yeah, yeah, the the next in the series, but the interesting thing about Game of Thrones and I read it today, the ratings rise every week. Interesting. And that's, that's really rare for that's very rare for a cable mo- uh cable show.
0: So uh, let's talking about it with uh Rogie uh Matt, another friend of the show. He's read the books, too, and we were joking around about how when – like, we've watched the TV series, and we've both read the se- the book series, and we're just commenting on what the differences are. And I find it funny that all the edits that happen to be – just don't make it into the series. All the ones that do have se- – any sex scene is still there, no matter what. <laughs> it will never got be Sexual scenes that did not exist to begin with, and it just oh, gets funnier and funnier. And
2: most death scenes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anything <laughs> death or sex-related made it in, and then other things – Locked by the wayside. Anyhow, uh, enough for the Game of Thrones. It's fantastic. Well
3: wait, before we move on though, I want we're what, five episodes deep now? Five yep. episodes deep, yeah. I want a zero to ten. Give this thing a rating so I can tell whether I should watch it or not. Uh,
0: I don't know. Like, that's the thing. You need somebody that hasn't read the books. Because I'm I would give it a lower rating than I think somebody that hasn't. Like your well, your husband Josh really likes it.
2: He'd give it a ten. Yeah. He says it's got the really? best best the best death scenes ever. Wow. That he's seen. So he gives it a ten. I give it. A, I give it a solid nine and a half to ten. I mean, they did a really good job with it.
0: The other thing is, though, like as far as HBO series are concerned, I haven't watched many of them. Like I watched The Sopranos back in the day, but I haven't watched any recent ones. And like the production values sort of are lost on me. I don't watch that much TV, so like comparing it to other TV shows, I'm not good at. Um, so I'm just only good at sort of like comparing it to the base material. Uh, but anyhow. Alas, we, we have other things to discuss specifically, and this is very important, a very important topic, the Holly Hunter's Hollywood Hoopla. And there are a couple things of note, two things. First, everyone's favorite Rob Lowe, Jim, you want Rob Lowe? No?
1: Yeah, I'll take Rob Lowe. All right.
0: Jim's boy, Rob Lowe, is set to direct a movie short based on my least favorite candy bar, bar of ever, all time, butterfinger i love butterfinger
3: My oh, favorite of all time <laughs> shame
0: on you i'd rather eat a three musketeers and that's saying something because three, Musk- three
3: musketeers is not bad either this i think there's nothing
0: special about a three musketeers,
3: musketeers. three nothing. musketeers are good it's <laughs> light and fluffy nougat doesn't have to be special to be good greg
0: whatever butterfingers if i wanted something caked to the top of my teeth i would eat a butterfinger or what a Butterfinger is
2: maybe you just don't know how to eat a Butterfinger,
0: right? The only thing a good Butterfinger is good for is like mixed into a blizzard. I'll do a Butterfinger blizzard. But other than that, I just don't know what I the interesting thing about this is this is completely funded by the company or whoever owns Butterfinger, which is hilarious. I wonder it's supposed to be a short film. It's like 25 minutes or something. And it's Rob Lowe's directorial debut if you want to uh, count it, which which is legit. But um. Yeah, 25 I can for candy candy movies just to be pouring into theaters everywhere.
2: So, I like but, it. But what I read about this is it's supposed to be some sort of horror comedy thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. Somebody and, after the Butterfinger. I don't know.
2: And being the horror connoisseur that I am, this is either going to fall into one of two categories. This is either going to fall into genius like Young Frankenstein, Scary Movie, Shaun of the Dead, or it's going to fall into the other one, which has Idle Hands, Club Dread, Transylvania 6-5000. Oh, right. Didn't like Club Dread that much. Oh yeah. god, hated Club what? Dread. Oh. I mean, pa- Paxton could not save that movie, so...
3: I immediately thought of Judge Dread.
1: <laughs> <laughs> For, For obvious me. reasons.
0: You guys are both wrong because those movies are fan. I'm surprised because I thought Club Dread sort of catered to the horror buff more than it did anyone else
2: oh absolutely not i'm sorry no hmm. i don't know a single horror fan that really liked that movie
0: hmm.
3: yeah greg very interesting
0: this is very interesting indeed a lot of developments so uh,
2: if it's only 25 minutes it could be you know nice and tight and really good because it is rob lofer after all but i'm not giving it a lot yeah,
1: of he is nice and tight and really good <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sp- oh, here
0: we go spontaneous here's your chance to make it up Karen, spontaneous question number four: What's your favorite candy bar? Yeah, call it. it? Really? Absolutely. Whoa. I'm showing
1: not even it. sure I know what's in a showing, it.
0: showing your age a little bit, Karen. Showing your age a little bit. it.
2: You you just shut up about my age,
1: there,
0: dude.
2: <laughs> I am not the oldest person on this podcast. This is true. This is true. Oh.
0: <laughs> Sugar daddy favorite. Frozen Snickers, dude. We've talked about this before. Frozen Snickers is not a candy bar. That's an ice cream bar. This is... Uh, All
3: right. It has the name of a candy bar. It's shaped like a candy bar. So just because it has ice cream in it makes it not a candy bar. I don't agree.
0: It's not. By the way, all wrong Kit Kat's the best candy bar, um, regardless, even though that wasn't the question. It was and
2: obviously you haven't had a watch McCullough lately. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll have to get to that. Oh, the second topic I want to talk to talk to you guys about, about the, the, the Hunter's Highwood Hoopla. Man, I got to stop drinking when I do this show. Uh, I got to take a uh, page out of Jeff's book. Anyhow, uh, Tom Hanks, an interesting character. Very good guy. I think everybody here would be a Tom Hanks fan. Nobody's boy yet, but we'll get to that. Um, is being part of a, a movie coming out called Cloud Atlas, Cloud Atlas, which actually hasn't even been recorded yet. And it's was purchased by the Wachowski brothers, being developed by like Warner Brothers and released by Disney. All kinds of random shit. Spoiler alert. What I find, what I find interesting is Tom Hanks bitch. hasn't done anything in terms of acting in a while. Except this year and next year, he's got like four movies coming out. It's almost like he took a break, decided to produce and direct for a while, and he decided to be part of this movie, which I find interesting because there is a list of people in this movie. You've got Tom Hanks, Hugo Weaving, Susan Sarandon, Halle Berry, and well, Ben Wishaw, which was in – I don't know. I think Jeff reviewed a movie he was in recently with uh, Daniel Craig, Well, uh, Layer Cake. Was that you, Jim, or was that Jeff?
1: Uh, Jeff reviewed it. I've seen it, though.
0: And I just, the book sounds really interesting. It's actually a story about six... Bullet time? Movies. Yeah, bullet. There's bullet time everywhere. <laughs> For Borkowski, <laughs> brother and sister. Yeah, I shouldn't call them <laughs> the brothers anymore. It's a fantastic... The, the whole story is amazing with uh, the Cloud Atlas story being a, like, five mini stories where one person, like, it's sort of like the narrator slash main character in that story, experiences half his story and then stumbles upon like a piece of paper or a movie of somebody else's story. And then that one starts and then they all get intertwined sort of at the end. And it's sounds fantastic. And it actually won't be out for a year, but I just found it interesting that Tom Hanks, a hasn't been in a movie in a long time. And B the Wachowski brothers haven't done anything other than the matrix wrote the screenplay for V for Vendetta, which I think I I liked it was, I liked it a lot. And then speed racer, which was a fucking disaster. And then (laughs) this movie.
2: And, is that when one of them decided to do a little change?
0: Yeah, I really, the little change happened. I, I don't know the date, but I'm sure somebody's got it out there. It's a very, there really needs to be a documentary on these guys just because, like, I know they're not very press happy. They're very press shy. But, yeah, the story of these guys is amazing. And it's it's sort of interesting that they picked this book to be their next project since they seem to be so selective and really probably weren't even planning on making another movie.
1: Interesting, and I have no idea what you're talking about with the little change. So now I'm extra interested. One of the Wachowski brothers had a sex change. You didn't know that. Didn't. And now wow. they're la-
2: and Larry became Lana. Yeah. Really? It's
3: wow. It's Lana, sort of like uh, Archer.
2: Lana. There's
3: something <laughs> about a dominatrix in there somewhere too. Yeah.
2: yeah. She she's she was involved with uh, dominatrix.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Atta
3: girl. The,
0: the, the guy marries his high school sweetheart, makes the matrix, hits it big goes to some dominatrix place and finds a new love and gets a sex change and it's a whole different world. Anyhow, we're not one to judge. They live in San Francisco.
3: We're not one to judge. And now she's his sweetheart.
0: Yeah, now she's his sweetheart. Whatever. He's her, she, yeah, I don't know either. It's confusing. But I'm, I'm very, I'm very interested in seeing how this movie turns out because there's a lot of people attached to it, including Tom Hanks and the Wachowski brothers slash sister decided to come out. (laughs) Siblings, siblings. Siblings. Yeah, siblings, (laughs) siblings. Uh, decided to come out and make it but very keep an eye on it hopefully tom hanks is making a good decision we'll see Excuse if me. not
3: he'll make it good Look.
0: yeah he will he will um this brings us to the ever important movie reviews which i uh, drew straws we sort of did that at the studio uh sorry josh you weren't part of it but james you are going to be going first in the the movie review segment
1: okay uh i ended up watching a couple movies uh one of which is the road from 2009 um, it's a movie based on the Cormac McCarthy movie of the same name. Uh, it's about a, a man and his son of, I don't know, maybe 9 to 10 years old, something like that. Uh, in near future version of Earth where the planet seems to be dying. Uh, there's constant earthquakes, dead forests everywhere, harsh winters. Uh, the, the movie, and I haven't read the book, but uh, the movie hasn't really explained why the, the Earth is in this state. It could be a nuclear... War could just be the Earth is dying type of thing. Smallpox. Yeah, who knows? But uh, anyway... It's
3: just 2012.
1: It could be. but uh, So anyway, there's basically no society left. It's a a world of scavengers, and some of these scavengers have turned into cannibals, and it's just a really grim existence. Um, The father-son duo is always hiding, uh, never trusting anybody. They're pretty much out of food. They have a gun with only two bullets, which the father is convinced he's going to need for both him and his son when someday they get cornered by cannibals and don't want to, you know, survive that. Um,
2: understandable. Understandable. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, so the, the game plan is that they're going to travel to a Southern coast to kind of find a better life. They're hoping it's at least going to be warmer and maybe there'll be a, a better collection of life down there. And they want to, you know, try and start over down there. Uh, the man in the sun is played by Vigo Mortensen and uh, Cody Smith, mcphee who i believe was in that uh i forget the name of the movie the though. let me in remake yes that's <laughs> the one i was thinking of the let me in remake um both did uh, good performances um very different characters the, the father is kind of a good-hearted but he doesn't trust anybody you know you pretty much have to earn your way into his goodwill you know always expects the worst out of the world the boy is more naive obviously and just kind of willing and pretty much hoping to trust somebody he knows they're in shit but he just wants something good to happen for once and it's interesting to watch these two kind of make their journey across this crappy world and you know deal with each other and the world around them there's some really harrowing scenes in this film and it's it's pretty intense i I actually really like this movie and i would recommend it to people um i might be a little biased because i've been kind of Dealing with an affinity for this type of movie, where the world's gone to shit and people are just scavenging, and as my brother pointed out, it may be because I'm playing Fallout Three at the moment. But... Yeah, that's exactly it. You've got <laughs> <Or> Walking <laughs> you Dead said...
2: syndrome. Yes,
1: <laughs> Walking Dead was just out. Really enjoyed that. So, so all those that stuff is culminating into me really enjoying this movie. How
0: many zombies were in this movie?
1: What's that? How many zombies <laughs> were in the movie? Um, no, no zombies. Just uh, cannibals. cannibals. Crazies.
2: Did you
0: ever
1: yeah. see the
2: movie The Crazies? I did not that's it
1: that you'd like that cool is that's this the one with the guy from justified right so
0: was there it? aren't yep. there really aren't that many people in this movie it's more of like okay we've encountered a couple people or how many yeah cannibals? there
1: might be i mean there's a band of cannibals at one point um yeah. maybe another <laughs> what kind of music did they play what kind of sorry. music yeah i'm sorry <laughs> i get it band, band. Yeah. yeah i see what you did there <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see. but uh yeah it was, it was good and there's some weird like there's some creepy scenes in it and this director I really haven't heard of before, and I don't think he's done a whole lot John Hillcote, but I thought he did a good job with this movie and I'm, and it was pretty good So
0: apparently just a video documentary of the NXS so yeah no right. wonder I like
1: him then <laughs> yeah
0: there, you uh, there was, um, what was he gonna ask it was something about a ship Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall, he's, he's fantastic. I, I was actually talking about this with Dean the other day, because I'm just like, you know, we were talking about Sean Connery, and just w- coming soon, Sean Connery's going to die. And when Robert Duvall,
2: <laughs> he's
0: got to
3: be... We actually be, plotted dude. out
2: an
0: assassination. And it's going to be a sad day. It's going to be a really sad day. It's going to be an end of an era when this happens. It's gonna. Be...
2: I, I don't know. So were you saying that Connery's going to die before Duvall?
0: Well, unless he... Like, there only could be one Highlander, so I, I've got a feeling Connery's out, and Duvall... Pff, uh, Duvall will probably die first. I don't I don't want to be part of those death lists, those death list things.
3: So. Between those two, I put I picked Deval down yeah. first.
0: But... Oh totally Duvall. Any. Yeah. Um yeah,
3: I I feels feel
0: bad for him. But I hope I hope uh sounds like the movie's fantastic. Why'd you end up renting it? And was it I, Netflix?
1: Uh this was through Netflix, yep. Changed. And this was actually a movie that I sought out and kinda of picked. As opposed to just got recommended to me. Right. I just remember seeing the commercials and thinking, hey, I like that theme. And Let's to, check it
0: out. And Vio Mortensen, he's sort of a big guy. In your, you got a big s- spot in your heart for him?
1: Or... I do like Vigo ever since his days with, uh, I don't know, Witness even. Uh,
2: <laughs> now we're aging ourselves. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Crimson
2: <laughs> Tide? Crimson Tide? That's funny.
1: Dude, what's that's that, that movie where? More recent, that's more recent.
3: What's that movie he's in with Michael Douglas where he like? hooks up with his wife or something oh it's not like dial yeah i hated him in that movie
0: (laughs) (laughs) he sucked in that and to be clear for everybody that's about to rush out and get this movie you have not seen the book you've not read the books i keep saying seen the book books that's got to be bad but you've not read the book
1: i have not no no so
0: just keep that in mind because jeff you and jeff need to meet up because jeff's read the book you've seen the movie
1: Pretty it sure would, they've. I'm, sure, I'm sure, sure Jeff be would agree that the movie's better. Than it would the be
0: bad. Yeah, I'm sure Jeff would say that. Uh, so this brings us to my my movie review, which is kind of the same. It's in the yours is sort of in the near future, right? Kind of. Yeah. Movie? Well, mine's mine's a little beyond that. Um, I saw a movie called Fantastic Planet, and for those of you that have seen it and know what I'm talking about, you're probably thinking, "Holy shit, that movie's old! What are you doing?" Um, it's a fantastic movie. First off, it's actually pretty fucked up. But I should mention the reason I caught it. I uh, have been sort of on an animation kick recently,
1: and no. yeah, yeah. By recently, he means like the last six months,
0: at least. Anyhow,
1: Jeff's not here, so I got to reveal it
0: to the <laughs> listeners here. Leave me alone. So, all right, hang on, hang
1: on. <sighs> yeah, oh, <okay. laughs>
2: hold on while I go grab a beer. <laughs> Oh, but I i caught it
0: because this movie I, like it is an, it is one of the reference points for like its successors is sort of this is one of those movies that it is old it's a dated but it was groundbreaking and it was fantastic in the truest sense of the word and it's uh, a very interesting story the uh, the movie itself 1973 it came out uh, directed by Rene Lalo, if I'm pronouncing that right probably not who is directed in uh, He hasn't animated much, but he's directed a lot of animated movies and shorts. But um, the setting is on a uh, fictional fictional planet where a giant humanoid species called drags inhabit a world where humans are just like small pests. And I should mention this was uh, – this is a French movie, completely subtitled and everything, Jim. So 10% off for you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, So yeah, like the humans are small pests. They have similarities to like mice where some are taking as pets like – if you found them, maybe you would take it as a pet, but otherwise most of them just run wild and you'd kill them if you saw them, kind of thing. Um, the story follows a, a specific human that had been domesticated by one of these uh, drugs and becomes educated through its master in a way. It's uh, These aliens learn through pretty much a headset that they put on, and the alien would, and again, I guess it's not alien in this situ- situation, but would hold its pet the human in its hands and by contact would actually hear it and so he would learn while she learned and became pretty much informed on all their rituals and history and all their knowledge that they had so later on he escapes and meets up with all these wild humans and helps them sort of fight for their survival um being that it's 1973 the animation's a little interesting um the animation in the world created by uh, Lulu, again, if I'm pronouncing it right, is pretty bizarre. It would, uh, I would say, the art is not not unlike Terry Gilliam's like Python sketches. It's really weird looking, especially from today's date. Like I'm sure it was a little more groundbreaking then, but the world he created was very, very weird, very bizarre, and the story itself is pretty interesting. Like there are, there's probably a lot of <clears throat> dialogues and metaphors for religion because there's a situation where he meets like the wild humans and first they're just like oh you we can't use this knowledge or you know (laughs) uh, yeah like the god of this moon will strike us down and of course that person dies and sort of maybe a throwback at you know knowledge defeats everything but it's a, a very interesting movie it's a hard one to watch like if you're not you know if you're looking for something to be entertained do not pick up fantastic planet if you want another movie that you see, and you can say, Yeah, you're, part- yeah, I saw that movie, which is bonus points, but also there are some other movies that were sort of made in the image of Fantastic Planet, and you'll be more prepared in the future.
3: You could Thanks. probably pick up some serious chicks. Yeah, if there are, that too. Serious, like, it's French. It's, Girls love French it's, things.
0: Yeah, it's in French. They do. It's they do. Totally in French. And, uh, there's there sort of you know there's some animated nudity in it so if that's oh if, you want, if that's your girl, thing
3: yeah that reminds <laughs> me of
0: a scene girl, with
3: Chun Li girl, and... yeah,
0: girl nudity and French like that's like you've got that's a date right there so
3: <laughs> it's a it's a first date it's first date material <laughs>
1: okay this is
2: coming from people that don't have girlfriends out there I just want the movie hour people to understand this
1: <laughs> uh, I think they know yeah, that but we're right now. so close. <laughs> We're just honing our skills. So yeah, don't rush
0: out. don't <laughs> yeah. don't go to Netflix.com just yet and add it to your queue unless you're very uh, very interested in the film history of of what this animated movie brought to light. Anyhow, uh, Karen, it is now your turn. Your turn to shed some light on a movie you've you've watched recently and let us know what you think about it.
2: Well, I was so excited that no one had reviewed Thor yet because uh, I wanted to do that one, and I really didn't want to have to do Fern Gully, which is pretty much what I'm reduced to seeing at home with my daughter these days. Fern Gully, <laughs> you mean Avatar?
0: No, Fern <laughs> Gully,
2: okay. the original Avatar.
0: <laughs> but
2: uh, I was really interested. I said in the forums that I was really interested in seeing this was my comic book movie of the yeah, summer. Uh, yeah, a, you,
0: this see. is your Parker Posey answer, which my question was three weeks ago now and i'm happy you stuck with it
2: i do and i'm so glad that i saw it so first and foremost for all you ladies out there that are listening to the movie hour please go see this movie and this is why i don't know what happened to chris hemsworth from being kirk's father in star trek you know the jj abrams version to thor but something about that guy in the last two years made him go from like a six to a 50 (laughs) on hotness scale Chris Hemsworth
0: puberty Is (laughs) is <laughs> I can't
2: describe how hot this guy is in this movie, and every be, woman in the audience went nuts when he took off his shirt. That's all I So He's probably
3: almost as good looking as I am. Oh, I'm do getting, you know it could
2: compare to you? You know that. Oh, that's oh, what
3: a sweetie, you. fantastic. <laughs>
2: but going back to it, uh, Thor was directed by Kenneth Branagh, which I was another reason why I wanted to see it because I'm a huge Kenneth Branagh fan, and it basically is an origin story for the Avengers series, you know, leading up to next year's, the Avengers, which everyone has to see because Josh Whedon is directing that. Mm -hmm. Um, But it starts, it's basically the origin of Thor. If you like Norse mythology, basically Odin's his dad. He pisses his dad off by doing something he shouldn't do, going against his orders and gets sent down to earth. So the whole story is about him, you know, becoming a man, finding, you know, how to be a leader Getting his powers back and going back and kicking his brother's butt, Loki, who is basically taken over the throne while he's gone. Hmm. There's some really good things in here, and Brana did a really good job because Brana's known for doing his Shakespeare and all the stuff that's going on in Asgard. You know, not cut out the Earth stuff, but take a look at you know what's going on at, at uh, Thor's house, and it's all political intrigue. It's very Shakespearean. And I really liked that. That was a very strong point of the movie because the actual characters had depth. Loki, as a bad guy, had depth. His friends actually were interesting, even though they could have been cut out and put like actual gods. Right. Like Freya, they could have been in there, but no, it was his friends. So I was kind of a little disappointed in that. So that's one knock. But in terms of what was going on in Asgard, that was very, very well done for a comic book movie. Um, The Earth stuff, I'm glad it was not that much, but it almost had kind of a, you know, King Arthur type feel to it because Thor's got to get his hammer back and nobody can move his hammer. (laughs) So, so, you know, that was I kind of like that twist to it. I also like the whole sequence when he's trying to get to his hammer and I won't give away a huge spoiler because I hadn't read it in any review until I saw the movie. But see that scene because one actor in there makes it work. Hmm. So, then, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead.
0: Um, the other question. Anthony. I know Anthony Hopkins is in this as Odin, which is his father. Is it, um, does he have, like, is that a big role at all? Like, how much How much is the Asgard stuff of him being in it? And is he in it later
1: on?
2: Um, he's in throughout. He's, he's, he's more a supporting actor. Okay. God. Yeah, he definitely dis-
1: gets some screen time, though.
2: He right. definitely gets a screen time. I was disappointed that Rene Russo was not used as much as Thor's mother. Yeah. I mean, that was, kind of, that was kind of a waste of <laughs> Renee Russo.
0: Right. Who hasn't been seen in six years in a movie, by the way. So it's sort of interesting that she came out for this and did what? Like five minutes or something? If that. Right.
2: So I was really disappointed in that. But definitely, if you go see it, stay throughout the credits. Of course, you have to see the ending scene. It really sets up both, possibly Captain America, but definitely the Avengers. When
0: you say ending, you mean like after credits, kind of after credits, after credits. So somebody else told me. Or catch it on YouTube because I stayed, I stayed, and the credits are. I don't know if you've stayed after a movie, but it's like. 10 minutes. It takes
2: long. forever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I blame the Matrix series for that. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, the Matrix was
1: intensely long. But Waited one thing,
2: one performance I definitely want to mention is Hemdall, the guard of Asgard, the person who controls all the travel that goes in and out of the kingdoms. Idris Elba was one bad mamma jamma. Interesting. He did, he did a very good job with that role. Um, he is exactly what I pictured him, at that character to be. So I just wanted to say he did an excellent job. Even Natalie Portman was good because he she and Chris actually had chemistry, mm-hmm. which is something you don't see enough in comic. They always put some pretty chick to go with the, the hero. They don't always have chemistry, a.k.a. Katie Holmes. Right. But- so. <laughs> But in this movie, she she? was actually good, and you could actually tell they actually had feelings for each other. It wasn't forced.
0: Were you a fan of the comics? Have you read the comics?
2: Yes, I have. And
0: like as that, from that perspective, you're happy with it?
2: I was very happy. In terms of comic book movies, it's definitely one of the better ones out there because the characters actually had some depth. Right. The movie wasn't too serious, too dark. It wasn't too corny, a.k.a. Fantastic Four. But it was it was just a really good blend. And Branna really did a good job of bringing to life all the politics going on in Asgard, kind of going on with what's going on in Earth. S.H.I.E.L.D. was good in it. They didn't, you know, weren't just like just throw ins. They were actually a part of the movie. Right. So overall, definitely, I agree with. EW gave it an A- and so do I. So that's my own personal opinion on it.
0: Now, James, you saw this movie too, right? And I I heard not so much of a glowing review from you, I thought.
1: Uh, Yes, I did see this. I saw it yesterday. Um, I did enjoy it. Um, I wasn't in love with it. Uh, I agree that the cast is really good. And Chris Hemsworth even besides being hot, I thought it was perfect for beefcake. Being core, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so great characters. I really did like uh, Heimdall as well. Uh, I wish he was able to kick ass a little bit more. They, they kept him in reserve a little bit. Um, I did like the, the teaser that, uh, mid movie that, uh, Karen was talking about. Um, I really like that they had the, they kept the, like the good infusion of humor that you kind of felt with Iron Man, just like okay, you know we're gonna give some levity to all this and kind of you know take a step back and not take ourselves too seriously. Um, I did enjoy the Asgard scenes uh, more than the Earth scenes. Uh, really cool battles, you know, the, they battle frost giants, there's a creature, it, really good effects.
3: Is it like um, is it like half Earth and half Asgard or what?
1: Pretty say, much. It might be a little bit, well, I don't know.
3: That's, that's I'd say, I would say it's like,
2: I'd probably say 60% Asgard, 40% Earth. Interesting. Yeah.
1: So it, it's, it's pretty split. So um, my main beefs are all little nitpick t- stuff. Um, I felt like as the movie went on, it actually got a little worse. Like the beginning was really good and then everything got a little bit worse. I mean, not a lot, like I said, nitpicking, Um. I did like the idea of Thor invading the S.H.I.E.L.D. camp to get his hammer, but it just felt like the scene itself was just like, I don't know, you're, you're dealing with all these spy agents, and he's a human, and none of them's pulling a gun on him. They're all trying to take him on, uh, mano-a-mano with fists and stuff, and I didn't understand that, but um, but yeah, just like I said, it's a little like... nitpick thing, um, and, and I know this is a function of filmmaking but like you know karen said thor is sent to earth kind of to learn his lesson some humility and some patience and wisdom type stuff and he managed to do that in like the stretch of like three days which is i mean i know they need to do that for <laughs> humans the film. aren't that complicated Jim. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so but again it's a nitpick thing because i know they have to do it just to keep the movie going um and then i like the character of loki and i'm looking forward to him in a, a future movie hopefully and but in this movie, he was kind of, I don't know, a little bit clingy to daddy in this one. Like, he, all he wanted to do is impress daddy. And I was kind of hoping he'd be beyond that by the time the movie got in full swing. But it seemed like his main motivation. Well, but see, I, wh- just,
2: I disagree with you on that. Because you had to set him up to become a batter ass for possibly a Yeah, movie. and I,
1: I understand they needed to do it. I just kind of hope that they were going to sk- skip ahead, I guess you could say. Um, but my big problem with the whole thing <laughs> is... Clark right. Thor's friends come down to earth to kind of like save him and bring him back. And I think they went over the line on the comedy aspect of that. They're like walking down the street and like some shield agents call it in, like, Oh, there's some weirdos. And they kind of describe him as Xena and a couple other people. And literally that's kind of what they felt like going through the town. They get to like the front door and see Thor. They're all like excitedly waving in the window. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So that was, that was the only scene that actually like, I didn't like.
2: Honestly, I think that's what broke it from an A to an A minus. I totally agree with you because the friends could have been cut out on that.
1: Right. Totally. They were cool in Asgard and stuff, but here they were like giddy school children. Like, oh, there's Thor. Hey, how's it going? So there's like a
0: group of demigods running around. Like yeah, shopping, like his shopping fellow shopping for god. His, his,
2: like his posse. Right,
0: right.
1: His posse. Shopping for product Her- often.
0: Right, right. Awesome. Um, and getting back to the Loki thing, I, I haven't read Thor at all, and – so it's this is like his full brother right like it's not like his half brother or anything or a strange brother it's his brother
1: and he like he's the pseudo bad guy bad guy like um yeah if you know anything about norse mythology i guess it's mm-hmm. not a spoiler so i guess i'll just mention it he's actually the stepbrother stepbrother okay, okay. and, and he, he would be second in line for the throne basically.
0: and getting back to the bad guy thing like it's always like the bad guys are always more interesting when it's a bad guy that has you know something some part of him you can relate to like all right i can understand kind of where he's coming from he's not just being pure evil for shits and he doesn't want to just you know take over the world because of power like he has an idea in mind and it sort of sounded like you guys liked him yeah because yeah. of that Oh,
2: definitely yeah
0: uh, oh anyhow cool so a
1: uh a recommendation it sounds like dollars? still a
3: recommendation from you too james
1: yeah, yeah i definitely like the film i just i should spend eight dollars
3: to go see that this weekend
1: uh yeah i actually that that was a cool thing for me is i use gift card and a coupon and i <laughs> movie full popcorn and pop didn't pay a thing it was great jesus james yeah you're part of like a clan of some kind i am a movie <laughs> clan, and it's paying off because they sent me free stuff but anyway
2: dean yeah. yes spend the
0: eight now, bucks james
3: right, maybe i'll do that
0: james your your answer to my parker Posey about which comic book movie was going to take your money this year was most likely was captain america do you think captain america is
1: going to beat this uh, Captain America's is just the one I have the highest hopes for, so we'll see. Uh, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. I saw a commercial for it, or a commercial a trailer for it at the theater, so it got me a little pumped up for it, so we'll, we'll see. I saw another cr- trailer for the X-Men thing, and the more and more I watch or see that, or the <laughs> least, least I'm interested. I, in. I'm just saying, you already
0: gave money to Thor, so you better give your money to Captain America. Because oh yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm still planning. On your, you go back on your
1: answer. No, I, I'm, I'm just still planning on it, yes. Okay, Interesting.
0: So, uh, this brings us to our next feature unless josh do you have something you want to review
3: uh i saw rocky about Bo and i'll sum it up in about five (laughs) words (laughs) don't see this goddamn movie
1: (laughs) this was the newest one right
3: yeah this is like pretty much it's like almost a redo of the first one like i want a full plot synopsis right now. oh my god Like, half the movie is him trying to be nice to this woman that he sort of knows. Like, his wife dies before the movie even happens. I don't know if that was in one of the preceding movies. Spoiler alert. Which is uh, reason
2: number one why not to see this movie. It's not,
3: like, in the movie. It's, like, bef- sometime previous to when this movie starts, she dies. And they don't even talk about it. But half the movie is him, like, trying to be nice to this girl that he sort of knows. And you're not really sure if there's going to be a romance there or not. And it's totally unnecessary. It has nothing to do with the plot. The plot is pretty much Rocky wants to start fighting when he's like 95 years old. Uh, So there's this like the new champ is like kind of a hollow champ. He gets a bunch of easy fights and works his way up the ladder and nobody really respects him. So he wants to fight Rocky Balboa because Rocky Balboa is the coolest guy ever. And if he can beat Rocky, then it'll prove his worth or whatever. And Rocky, for whatever reason, thinks this is a good idea and they go through all sorts of shambles to uh to get him back into boxing blah 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 and isn't his right, son yeah.
1: like a prominent character in this I f-
3: who's son Rocky? rocky's uh sort of fighter doesn't want him to like fight. there's like a something. really pretentious like relationship with his son and his son doesn't want him to fight and rocky's okay. like oh son i gotta do what i gotta <laughs> do i'm this happy this polly's bullshit. in the movie hey polly polly is in the movie and uh i don't you know like he job, like, loses polly? his job or something uh, like you want a job <laughs> Pretty much you needed two characters for this movie, Rocky and the bad guy. And the bad guy's not even really that bad. He just wants to fight Rocky to earn some respect or something. And the end of the movie, I don't feel bad ruining at all. Uh, ends in a split decision. The bad guy wins. No see oh, shit.
2: Didn't. OK, see- didn't anybody remember that Rocky got brain damaged after Rocky IV? Yeah,
0: yeah nobody, apparently. Nobody. I don't know. That's why they made a sixth movie. It's really bad. It sounds fantastic. I'm going to pick it up right away. Is it Netflix streaming? Is that how you caught it or no?
3: Uh, No, I just saw it on TV.
1: Oh, okay. I still see need to see the second and third ones. Or, or I not? The second and a third hangover. Third one. You
2: what? so need to see number three.
3: You haven't seen three?
1: I have not seen three.
2: It's
0: pretty wow. good. Man. Are it's really good. There are dating scenes in three. Some Yeah.
1: Dating scenes. The only part I've seen is the, the bout with the... Hulk.
3: (laughs) What a fantastic. Are you about Lola? Are you?
0: Yeah, it's it's fantastic. So this does bring us to the finale, the Parker Posey's play along, the fantastic feature here at the Movie Hour, where one of us will bring up a question, the others will answer it live here, and we'll bring it to the boards at gunkypit.com and also to Facebook. You can answer the question there. We'll talk about your answers on the show. Although this one, this week's a little different because Jeff's Jeff's was last week's question. Jeff decided to go on a little, you know, scamper to Croatia and uh he's out there for a while so he's not really here to talk about um the answers he liked and stuff like that. So Can
1: we just level with the audience about Jeff? Yeah, yeah. Go, ahead. go ahead. I didn't want to say it. Well, Jeff recently found out he's Mr. Schwarzenegger's illegitimate kid. So he's had <laughs> problems dealing with that. It's true. It's true so, I'm sad here. So keep it's, him in your thoughts, you know. <laughs> He's, he's going through a rough time.
0: What's funny is I have an announcement to make, announcement to make too. Jim and I aren't really brothers. He's also an <laughs> illegitimate kid from first... <laughs> Love child, if you will. Yeah. And what's interesting is Jim's so old, like he's actually like Arnie had him when he was like 16. So
3: apparently the uh, the woman that he had that affair with or whatever lives in the town that I live in.
1: No, awesome. get
3: out! <laughs> get out! Get out, out Go get
1: the scoop for us.
3: It's awesome. <laughs> She's got a huge house too.
1: Dude, you know she puts out. Go see her.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know the paparazzi are just parked what? out of that house. Oh my
1: god!
3: Yeah. So yeah. it shouldn't be hard to find her. Ready for sex photos? <laughs> I was shocked, but like seeing the photos of of the woman, I'm not one to judge. But you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger could pretty much this pull was any.
0: Fifteen years on ago, though, I'm sure she looked like a babe then. Fifteen. Years I ago. don't know, man. All right. Anyhow, <laughs> anyhow, dismissing all of that, we have a new Parker Posey to get to, which we are going to allow Karen the, the honor of bringing the question to the show today. Uh, wow. So when you're ready. When you're ready, Karen. Knock yourself.
2: OK, I got it. So after doing a lot of soul searching about what to decide for your question, I came up with this one. So think about one of your favorite movies, OK. And then, if you could change or eliminate one character from that movie, who would it be, and why?
1: Ooh, I got Karen's answer already. <laughs> I've,
2: got, I've got Karen's
1: answer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Only because we do. Well, actually, we might. Never mind.
3: Quit. I
2: don't Get know. Up. I want. I want to know if Jim has We probably right hate this started. guy
3: so much that we like does him this, now. Does this have to be a uh, your uh, like a favorite movie, or is it yes, just?
2: It has to okay. be one of your favorite right. movies.
1: That wow. you wish one of the characters was removed, and who would it be? So. When you say
0: remove, like not replace with another character, you, you'd you wish that scene away. Like
2: You can either wish the character away or you can wish that someone else played that character. I'll accept either. Oh, interesting. Interesting.
1: All right. So what's your answer?
2: My answer, and I don't think Jim will get this. It's yeah. from Lord of the Rings. And because I love that. I love that trilogy more than anything. But honestly, I would have gotten rid of Liv Tyler. And this is why.
3: Mm, oh, yeah. good choice.
2: So the character uh, would exist
0: but you'd swap somebody in?
2: No, I'd probably eliminate or put her as little as possible in the movie. Right,
0: because of the books. But all right, go ahead.
2: Well, because of the books and I'm a purist to the book, but also I really didn't feel the chemistry between her and Vigo. I mean, honestly, he had more chemistry with Miranda Otto and I was like, "Oh man, get with get with get with the pond i was like you should be hitting that why are you going why are you waiting around for this little fairy
3: she
1: couldn't cook
3: oh <laughs> uh, i don't know if you've ever i don't know if you've ever boned an elf before but that be- <laughs> uh, that's
1: like
0: their relationship gave him some kind of long lasting life too which was also yeah. <laughs> so he basically was he her. was
2: using her but we didn't have to see her so for her to be used you but know so this is true.
1: He so did let, try and get rid of her. He told her to go with the
2: holes Oh, that was the weakest. Oh, yeah. Babe, please go. You really need to go. I can't be with you. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I heard that, that line before.
3: I didn't want Not to do that. <laughs> so what you're saying is when they say no, they really mean yes. <laughs> when the
2: guy does, yes. <laughs> oh, God. So that's my answer. So you, Would you wouldn't be, replace it
0: with anybody. You just want her in the background. That person gone kind of thing.
2: Either minimalized or, you know what, I'll throw it out there for, for Jeff because he's such a Zoe fan. Put do- zoe deschanel because she looks just as wayfish but uh, oh. i really and she was in elf
3: that's <laughs> right she, she makes a Elf. Oh, I, I agree with that boom
2: but i really just wanted somebody that had chemistry with him so i know okay this is your love of your life you really want to make sure you end up with her but no get it with the blonde
0: yeah, this is a tough question does anybody else have their answer
3: uh not yeah i'm trying to think
1: james Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> Sorry, I was so too bad. involved in the whole elf conversation. Right, right. Got kind of
2: turned on.
0: And Usually
1: uh, I tune you guys out for a while and think of my answer and still don't come with anything. <laughs> but this time I have a legitimate an- or reason.
2: Jim, what did you think my answer was going to be?
1: I thought you were gonna pick Ike Clanton at first, but now it's gotten to the point where we love him too much because he's so bad.
2: <laughs> yes, we love Ike, and I also would have gotten rid of Jar Jar Binks. That's my yeah, other
1: that one. was the first, that was one of the first <laughs>
0: things that came to mind. But really, like Phantom Menace wasn't one of my not a favorite. favorite movies. Exactly, yeah. so
2: that's why I had to classify it as one of your favorite movies.
0: Yeah. Because he, yeah, eliminating him would have made things interesting. Man, Man. yeah, it is tough, isn't it? That
3: kind of makes me want to eliminate. Uh, what's his face as Luke though, and get somebody cooler in that role.
1: Hmm. just to replace the actor type thing?
3: Yeah. Like, who would you put in that role, though? I don't know.
1: I don't know. Somebody who can deliver the Tashi station line well, though. <laughs> oh,
3: <yeah. laughs> Without sounding like a bitch. It obviously <laughs> <laughs> like that
1: What's might be hard to come by.
3: Episode six,
0: get rid of the Ewoks. Ready, go. But...
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, that's a really good question.
1: Oh, man. What do I want to pick for this?
2: All right. Well... Oh, come on, I can't have stumped all three of you.
0: Well, the, I th- I'm thinking of favorites, and then I just can't think of a character I want to get rid of. But I've got one that I'm not completely proud of, but I do love the I love the movie, love a lot of the actors. Real genius. The main Ooh. character, the main smart kid fucking annoys the hell out of me. Like Val Kilmer's opposite. I, I know who oh, you're talking yeah. about. Oh, yeah. yeah. The actor's name is, but that movie could have been just a ap- complete epic scale. If we just put some useful person on the other side of Val Kilmer. I, uh, I like that answer. Actually, I, I really do like that answer. answer. And I, yeah, I don't, I'm going to look up that guy's name, but it, I'm pretty sure he hasn't
1: been in any that
0: sense. <laughs> He's just, like, again, another whiny bitch, but he just annoyed the hell out of me in that movie. wasn't funny at all. And I'm sure he wasn't supposed to be all that funny, but it was bad.
1: I, and which kind of makes me think of a different, answer right but, and that um, that movie
0: also had william atherton in which was a fucking huge boon and yeah. like mm-hmm. it, and, and, and the guy who played
1: ken was awesome yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. that main character like i it was bad and, and, and
1: Laszlo being played by April, the same guy who played uncle rico yeah.
0: garrett apparently is his name and he's done a lot of random shit apparently he's in frost nixon but uh yeah anyways uh replace him with just the tiniest bit of useful actor slash just funny guy, and you'd have a way
3: better movie. And... That's a good answer. That's a good answer. That uh, movie has one of my favorite scenes in it, too. The scene where uh, uh, Val goes over to the Dean's house or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's talking to his daughter about, like, nailing a nail through a board with his penis or something. Yes. That's, <laughs> like, my, one of my favorite scenes of all time.
0: Girls gotta have her standards.
3: Yeah. 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 The yeah. dialogue is just... Fantastic. <laughs> um, I came yeah. out with an answer. It's it's kind of a cop out because I've I've used this movie probably more than once already for wow.
0: uh, for your short stint. And uh, yeah.
3: But Royal Tenenbaums is probably my favorite movie of all time, and I like the character. Um, but I don't like Ben Stiller in general. So Amen. I, I might replace him in general, but I don't have the greatest person to ever to replace him with. I'm not sure who I would pick to replace him. Uh, But I think he's by far the weakest link. So you
0: like the character, don't like the actor?
3: Yes, I like the character. I would not wish any less prominence for that character. I like the writing for him. Um, And I even think, as Ben Stiller goes, he did a pretty good job in that movie. But uh, I would rather have seen someone else in that role. So, uh, kind of a weak answer. Where does
0: Ben Stiller hate come from?
3: I just don't like him. I think it stemmed from, at some point, it was like in an Academy Award or something like that. He was up against somebody. He was nominated up against somebody who ended up winning it, and he just got super pissed about it. Like they only showed him for a second or two, but he was super pissed, and the other person deserved it way more than he did. I can't remember what the award was.
0: Bill for. Murray got super pissed when he didn't win the award. Yeah, but Bill Murray's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Probably deserved it. Karen, where's your Ben Stiller hate come from?
2: I've never liked Ben Stiller, as, honestly. As, as an
0: actor, I, you don't like him, kind of. Well,
2: thing. okay. It's well known that I'm not a huge Comedy person, but Vince Stiller is just on the bottom of that list.
0: Right. So in comics concerned, he's not funny at all, and he's no.
2: Like, it's it's just he's
0: like
3: boring to me. I just it's, think he overdoes it. He's exactly. Like, it's not for me. Which he's, Will Ferrell he, does also. He was in
0: Arrested Development, so it. he gets props from me to begin with. But other than that, I can see or Man he was funny in.
2: But Will, but Will, see, Will Ferrell is very funny. Vince Stiller, what? not so much. It's just I like. Even in dodgeball, Ben's—you know—it was almost too over. It seemed forced. I don't like comedy to seem forced. He needs to be more organic, like Bill Murray.
3: Exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. His more calm roles are his better ones.
0: James, we're we're full circle. Um,
1: I do have a question. How prominent should this role be?
2: It could be as prominent as you want it to. Oh
1: (laughs) God, because I got this cameo appearance that always—you know—I'm really pissed off.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm really.
0: I'm really pissed off with Greedo. Can we some, <laughs> get rid of him? Why wasn't
1: he blue, guys? And, and put somebody yeah. else in. <laughs> it totally oh. should have been Walrus, man.
2: Okay, but, li- they at least have to get credit for their role. So you cannot pick an uncredited role.
1: Can't be Claude Van Damme and Predator. So. I'm not real happy with this one because I wanted to find someone with a prominent role that I wanted to get rid of. But uh, one that pops in mind is Julia Sweeney being any part of Pulp Fiction. Where they he does that little introduction, wow. to Harvey Keitel, and all it's just like sorry. why are you even in this film? <laughs> this is a stretch. I'm yeah. yeah. so I'm not gonna pick that one. I'm gonna pick uh, Usual Suspects. I'm gonna go with Chaz Palmentary. Interesting, I'm not, really. I'm, I'm not a big Chaz fan, and I think somebody else could have done a better job. Not that he was awful. I just thought it could have been better in there. I felt like he could have been, or somebody else could have brought more gravitas to
0: that I, I, li- I liked him in that movie like I'm not sure who I'd put like I'm sure there's somebody out there that could have done a better job yeah, this,
1: this has more to do with my not big fan of Chaz Palminteri as opposed to I'm not perform-
3: that big a so, fan either but that movie made me like him more I guess it was the opposite effect for me right it brings up
0: the bigger question like so out of that movie in general he was the one you'd replace huh none of the other
3: characters none of their actors. I would agree with that like if I was to pick yeah. one guy he would be my pick I agree
2: yeah, he'd be my pick if if I had to pick somebody in the usual oh, Matt, suspects. Okay. I'd pick
1: him. All right. All right.
2: But I did feel Chaz's hatred for Gabriel Barnes' character, so at least he sold me on that because you yeah, can totally he, he tell did, he hated did pretty
1: him. Good for Chaz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my for that's Chaz. opinion of it. For, for Chaz, that was a pretty good try. <laughs> right, I
0: definitely like. I remember he was in like some like Godfather ask movie. I remember that, and he was in.
2: What? Diabolique. Yeah. Since you're into French films, you should probably yeah, check that one out.
0: I, I will have to. I will. Is it animated? Does it show nudity? Because It shows nudity.
2: <laughs> it, got, it has one.
0: Fantastic. So, we've got our answers. Karen, if you could, one more time, phrase your question, and we'll uh, put it up on the boards.
2: Okay. In one of your favorite movies, if you could replace or get, eliminate any character, who would it be and why?
0: Awesome. That was like... I don't remember what Michelle's question was or what Josh like. Josh, have you had a Parker Posey yet? I've not. Wow. We we just totally skipped (laughs) over you. Sorry. (laughs) Awkward.
3: Worry not. I hold no grudge. (laughs)
0: We'll have to give you one soon. We'll have to give you one soon. You've been you've been here multiple times. You deserve one. You really do. Um,
3: I don't know. But this is
0: this has been a really fun episode. and We got to do it again sometime. Uh, James, again, always. Thank you so much for the input. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it and karen josh uh always always fantastic like we talk all the time but always a fantastic time and thank you so much for being on the show today
2: well thank cheers. you for having me i appreciate it
0: it was fun josh i didn't say say your last. Yeah, cheers oh cheers okay the, the british kind of cheers i get it
3: yeah like cheerio
0: <laughs> like, cheer- like cheerio awesome. Signing off. thank you everybody for listening and uh hope to see you guys again soon the michael madsen madhouse movie hour I'll see you later Try About moist. Do you like
2: moist? Yeah. <laughs> there. You can say
0: that. Okay. I love moist. Because a lot of people don't like the word moist.
2: And that's fine. Okay. I just have an issue with the T word and the C word. Okay.
3: okay. Wait, T word.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: I,
3: I don't know what we're talking about either. <laughs> titillating
1: okay. is that
2: no. the word we're, we're it's talking. a four letters
3: T-W-A-T oh okay. that was...
2: oh
1: that man I can't take credit for this great podcast it's all the training yeah it really is
2: <laughs> okay now I'm gonna barf I need to do jumping jacks okay?
0: okay. alright I'm totally totally ready uh, to then I...
2: start then start
1: alright you have a couple seconds shut it Shut it. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm
3: still racking
1: my brain for a better answer.
0: So, better answer. Let's just go. Favorite movies Titanic, next. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Spoiler alert, the next hour may contain swearing and idiotic comments.